who is just like, what just happened? <laughs> and it was it was a very funny and hilarious moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Traumatic I, for him. Yeah, I wanted to uh, crawl into the closet and hide for the rest of youth group <laughs> after that. Welcome to the 42 Podcast, where we discuss life together, looking for answers to life, the universe, and well, everything else. Here are your hosts, Rob and Lindsay. Hey, everybody. So it's a bit of a different week. Lindsay isn't able to be here this week to podcast with me, so I kind of made a bit of an executive decision on, uh, well, what the podcast would look like. Because I don't like talking to myself. I do that plenty all the time. I figured it would probably be better if I had someone to talk with. And not just someone, but probably someone who can give a little more enlightening into, uh, well, life. And what it is with me and ministry and life together and how that works, what that looks like, and some of the craziness that is, well, putting up with me. And of course, the best person to speak with putting up with me is my wife, who I have not actually named in the podcast at all. I've always been a little vague and sketchy about that, but I do love her. I'm just a little guarded sometimes. But uh, without me talking any more, this is my lovely wife. Hello, everyone. You can't see the loveliness through podcasting, but she's a lovely woman. And uh, you and I have been married for just about... 13 years. 13 years. Do you feel like it's been 13, or do you feel like it's been less than, or more than, or why am I still married to him? Depends on the day. Thanks. Love you, too. (laughs) But yes, we've been married for just shy of 13 years now, and I was thinking about this the other day. You and I have known each other for... About 16 years. Yeah. Which for me just kind of blew my mind because outside of family, like mom, dad, and siblings, I've not had anyone in my life that long. Yeah, okay. Which has been great because you and I have shared a lot of life together Mm -hmm. and, uh, We've gotten a lot of stories and ministry moments over the years, and I figure you can help enlighten and give voice to some of those moments. And you you just shared one a moment ago before we started that I count as a traumatic moment. (laughs) You find it funny, and years later it is kind of funny. But in the moment I was a little traumatized, but would you like to share that one? So... It was probably our third year, second or third year of ministry, something like that. Um, And one of our former students ran up to Rob and (laughs) yells, belly bump, and starts running, it feels like slow-mo, across the youth room, sticks out 
small stomach that she has to belly bump Rob, who is just like, what just happened? <laughs> and it was it was a very funny and hilarious moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Traumatic I, for him. Yeah, I wanted to uh, crawl into the closet and hide for the rest of youth group <laughs> after that. Wonderful young lady. Uh, she's grown into an amazing young lady and uh, we're proud of her. But definitely a moment where it was, whoa. Uh, I'm out of here. But uh, yeah, we've we've had some weird, fun, goofy moments. You deal with kids, and you get mm-hmm. that anytime. And dealing with kids, I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna come across horrible. But uh, please translate for me, because this is one of the many things that you do well is translate my mm-hmm. general stupidity and ignorance into not stupidity and not ignorance it is true okay um you do really well with kids yes yes i do (laughs) so we have two kids and you do well with them but also you are professionally what are you what are you working towards professionally um well currently i am a paraprofessional at our local elementary however i am currently working on my master's of education in school counseling yeah and uh you had a couple not a couple wow uh you had an opportunity several years back to actually start working on your master's and you put that off Mm -hmm. to to raise our kids Mm -hmm. and uh you know one of my favorite endearing stories and moments was uh when we had our first kid ray you took your maternity leave and you were going to go back to work, and we made all the arrangements. We figured out how we were going to do, well, life with a baby and careers, and you made it about five minutes down the road mm-hmm. before you called me. Go on. Nope, I'm going to quit. I'm, I am I want to be with, be with our kids. Yeah, I had to keep a stash of makeup in the compartment. Of the car so that way I could touch up my makeup every morning before I arrived looking decent to work. And you you were you are a force of nature with raising the kids. I mean you you did homeschooling with them early on. You started getting them into reading and writing and uh I mean you you did a lot of work mm-hmm. in trying to make sure that they would be able to not just walk into kindergarten but have some knowledge, have mm-hmm. some ability. And uh, that seeing you do that was incredible. And then seeing you transition that into a, uh, a job and career now has been amazing as well because now that the kids are older and they're in school full time, uh, you are the one going to work every day, mm-hmm. and I'm the one who's at home. <laughs> this year of COVID, I keep calling it my year as the housewife, He's a really good housewife. I do the dishes. <laughs> I clean. I Well, no, I don't clean. No. But I cook and do laundry. Yeah, we're still working on the cleaning part. Yeah. 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 Good luck with that. <laughs> um, my cleaning is chaos. But, you know, you and I have really tried to make this, this life and living and child raising and parenting and ministry. Uh, we, we've tried to find partnership in it mm-hmm. at every point that we can. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of want to diverge a little because there are some fun questions and adventures and things that we've had and i think this is one of those fun little 
uh, rabbit trails of our family, if you will. Okay. Remember the first time we went to Disney? Oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember driving onto Disney property the first time, or what our kids were thinking when mm-hmm. we went under that Disney arch? They were like, what's wrong with mom and dad? <laughs> yeah, you and I are sitting in the front of the car, and we're driving onto Disney property, and we get under that arch that says, welcome to Disney World, and we're giggling, and we're laughing, and we're <laughs> doing this so hard that we're crying, and our kids are sitting in the back. What? And... and I'm stubborn and have a fear of flying. So we drove to Florida Mm -hmm. and we got there the day before we got unpacked. We had a day to settle and then they're back in the car as we're going to Disney. And I I really have to imagine the kids were just like, the parents have finally snapped. Yeah. They've lost it. Mm -hmm. They're, we're in the car again. They're laughing and crying and happy about this. (laughs) Yeah. That was an incredible trip, especially seeing Adeline's eyes light up mm-hmm. when we saw the castle oh for the first goodness, time. Oh my goodness, yeah. And those have been some neat adventures that we've done with Disney, but also with uh, a favorite. Addie was talking about this today, mm-hmm. Chincoteague. Oh yes, that is her favorite vacation place. Even more so, I think, than Disney, which is really weird. <laughs> well, she loves horses. <laughs> yes. Which has been a grand adventure as well that we've been learning and becoming horse people i guess kind of of Mm -hmm. her having horse lessons and what that means and wow okay yeah i learned to ride western saddle what she's learning with english and everything that's out of my league (laughs) i never learned to ride so it's all out of my league (laughs) but you you did you have done well with riding because we went riding yeah riding in quotations (laughs) guided riding yeah i was gonna say that i don't know if that's necessarily considered riding per se there were horses it was a trail (laughs) we just had someone who was leading the horses yeah on the trail you were incredibly trained horses (laughs) ponies maybe yeah that too (laughs) you know that's that's been fun that's been a neat little adventure in life of you know walking into the stalls and huh i stepped in horse Mm -hmm. again Yep, poop happens. (laughs) Poop happens a lot. (laughs) And (laughs) just because I guess it's been happening in our life and it's one of those poop happens. How's car shopping going for you? Yeah, it's lovely. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) We've been doing some car shopping and learning a whole new area of headache. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think I'd rather buy a house. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, one of these days. <laughs> but uh, that, that's been an interesting even adventure for us of this new mm-hmm. level of car shopping. and mm-hmm. Trying to find the right one, the right mileage with the right feel and everything else with driving it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> yeah, but that is part of the grand adventure of life. Um. Yeah. See, now this is the fun part where you've been stressing about uh, your ability to keep the conversation going. And this is the moment where I'm going, huh, what were like the 30 other questions I had or points of conversation? (laughs) And uh, this isn't live, but I won't edit this out either because this is part of the joy (laughs) of podcasting of some days you just hit those roadblocks and go, um, hi, how you doing? (laughs) 
So we'll take a moment and say, could you like and subscribe and do all those fun things with social media and the Apple podcast and Spotify? Because the more you do that, the more it helps us get this podcast out to people and helps the conversation continue along. Do you have any questions? Go ahead. I won't say it's a question, but I did remember another story that ties into oh. youth group and family dynamics. Oh, okay. There was a time um, our son was, I think this might have happened last year when he was in fourth grade, and he was having a really rough time, really rough day, and one of our youth leaders at the time, he's a young adult, he caught on to what was happening and he went up to him and said, Hey buddy, you know, what's going on? How can I help you? Do you want to talk? And it was just, it was one of those things that was just amazing and eye opening to me and kind of like a circle of ministry, I guess you could say, because we helped minister to this young adult (laughs) when he was going through a lot of stuff. And now here he is as a young adult, and able to minister to our own children. And to me, that was just one of the most amazing experiences that um, I could ever have, I think, as a parent, um, having raised two children in ministry with all the craziness and headaches that that involves. So for me, it was just one of the most amazing (laughs) things. I don't know. I just wanted to say it real quick. (laughs) No, and uh, I I remember that. And I, I think it's fair to say... Because mm-hmm. it was Colin, mm-hmm. and Colin has been on the podcast in the past. If if you remember, he's one of the guys who helped me with the Let's Kill Hitler bonus episode as we were planning <laughs> out what we were going to do in the Let's Kill Hitler episode with Lindsay. Colin was, is a great young man who has... I, I'm proud of the arc that he's taken in in growing up in, in life, and... Uh, yeah, he, he's given us some interesting ministry stories as well. <laughs> he's the only student who has ever gotten the cops called on youth group for me. Oh, my word, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was a neat little thing as well. That was a, a misunderstanding between mm-hmm. a youth event and someone a driving by the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but, hey, that was actually a great night because then I got to talk with the police officer who showed up, get him some coffee, and make a good community connection mm-hmm. into into the community that we were growing into at that point. And, uh, yeah, it, it really is neat looking back and uh, looking at the students that we've had over the years. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm, I'm amazed at the young men and women that they've been growing up to be and seeing how uh, they've matured, what they're doing with their lives, what they are seeking to bring in, in betterment into this world, whether it's through small kind actions or grand developments that they're working on. So it, it has been, I, I have to say, it's been one of the most amazing things about being in ministry is how how the students grow. Mm-hmm. And, and I imagine with what you do, that has to be a neat thing because you're you're in some of the early development and uh, <laughs> progress with with young men and women as mm-hmm. they're growing up and then seeing a little bit. Because you, you've made some connections with some of the kids from both of our kids' classes mm-hmm. and who they're turning into and how, how that has mm-hmm. changed and grown in their lives, how they've changed and grown. Uh, 
that has been probably one of the neatest and most rewarding parts of ministry. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that is a good observation. <laughs> Do you have any other thoughts or questions? I mean, this is your chance to put me on the spot with a microphone <laughs> in front of the public. Not that I can think of at the top of my head. No. She's passing up on the ability to get me to say that she is always right. Well, I mean, that's an obvious understatement, but... No, you passed up on it. That's gone. (laughs) That moment has passed and gone. There is no more. (laughs) Just because it's a fun little shout-out and uh, goofiness. Do you see that bag over there? Would you grab that and open it? This one? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You want to describe what's in that? It's Grumpy. Grumpy who? From, sorry, Grumpy the, from the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah? Yes. And he has flowers on him. It looks like a garden decoration. There we go. It's a garden gnome. (laughs) Ah, garden gnome. There we go. Any idea why garden gnomes are important and why I might have a grumpy garden gnome? I have no idea. She's trying to look innocent. (laughs) Not very well. (laughs) But why do I have a grumpy garden, though? Because it connects back to the family. (laughs) And a garden gnome that went missing and you got blamed for. I got blamed for for how many years? (laughs) A while. Quite a while. Interestingly, this is the, was it the second or third time it's gone missing? Oh my goodness, I don't know. Okay. The first time it went missing. It was you. What are you talking about? (laughs) I was innocent in this. I received a package in the mail from an unknown sibling who sent me a garden gnome from my parents' house. And where did that garden gnome live? In the youth room. (laughs) That became a fun youth group mascot for a period of time, Mm -hmm. which was a neat neat thing we had going for a bit. Mm -hmm. Right now we have Carl the Skeleton. Sorry, Carl Jr. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that one's a little twisted, but yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a little twisted. That is true. You, you've you been married to me for almost 13 years, and you haven't figured out I'm slightly demented. Oh, I've always known. Yeah. Uh-huh. You've that's, always known? That's not a surprise. Uh-huh. Why'd yeah. you marry me? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you love me. Yes. She's not saying this, being coerced. I promise you. That is a neat thing, thinking that we've been married for 13 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, not quite yet, but well, yes, uh, soon, soon. Okay, so it'll be under a month by the time this episode comes out. Yes, that is true. Okay. So, just shy of 13 years. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was quite the adventure, getting married and... Uh, Figuring out how to start life together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we lived. Do you remember that first apartment? I loved that first apartment. You know, I did too. It had no kitchen, but I loved that apartment. <laughs> it had a kitchen. <laughs> it could only fit you and I standing back to back and rotating in a circle as we were trying to make packed lunches for the next day and wash all of the dishes. And 
And it had that old style. I was going to say, you're packing lunches and washing dishes at the same time because there was no actual counter. <laughs> it was just a big sink. Well, no, no, no. We had that little... Um, well, okay, yeah. The little butcher's block thingy. Yeah, yeah. that we finally burnt last year because we've had yeah. that for 11 years. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was that was a neat little apartment. The dining room was the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, it overlooked horses, which it, was really it cool. It did overlook a beautiful <laughs> horse ranch. And I, I guess I won't say the town, but that was a neat <laughs> little town because it was also, well, my last name, yes. your married mm-hmm. last name. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was a neat little spot to be like, oh, okay, we're blur in Burr Town. Yes. Or Ville or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah. Was that town or Ville? It was a Ville. Definitely a Ville. Okay. Cruella de Ville. Now for everybody that knows Cruella our last names, they'll know where we lived. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 13 years ago. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) No, haven't lived there for a while. Okay, since I started singing it, and it's always a fun question, who's your favorite Disney villain? Mm, This one's always a tough one for me because I'm team princesses all the way, but... (laughs) Disney villain. I know, I know. Um, hmm, I'm not sure. I'm really not. Really? Like, do I have to choose a villain? Yeah, yeah, a villain. Because, <laughs> see, it's hard now because you were just seeing Cruella de Vil a minute ago. So now I'm like, ooh, Cruella de Vil. So, sure, Cruella de Vil. Why not? Okay. <laughs> Fine. Who's team princess, favorite princess? Well, Belle. Yeah. Belle, because of the book, she wanted a library. However, also Anna, current princess, is really good, too. I know we've been married for 13 years. I know these princesses are like your princesses, but yes. I'm still judging you by that. I know. It's okay. I judge you all the time. It's all Brave. good. Oh, Meredith. is really good, too. Merida. Right? Yeah, not, not Meredith. Meredith. No. is really good, too. <laughs> There's so many of them. There you go. Meredith from The Office is a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. But no. <laughs> I, I side with Anna, though, just because of the whole chocolate obsession. She totally gets me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Fun little goofiness aside. Yeah. Who would you be as a, or who is your favorite Disney villain? I answered this last week. Oh, that's right. You're still behind, aren't you? No, I did forget, though. I forgot. Uh Uh-huh. But now you're just going to have to answer again. Jafar and Hades. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) It's Jafar and Hades. They're, They're like my top two Disney villains. We had an offshoot discussion about Ursula that was pretty neat. Learned some things. Any other questions? Any other thoughts? I mean, again, this is your chance. This has been... (laughs) I don't at the moment. Okay. (laughs) Now, I have to say, we started trying to do this episode, and you were rather shy about it. Mm Mm-hmm. But you've, you've warmed up. Yes, I struggle with anxiety, for those of you who do not know. <laughs> and you have you have a heart and compassion for people who have been dealing with or struggle with. Mm-hmm. I, it's part of why I think you've chosen the career field that you have to study. Yeah. Because, I mean, you do have a heart of helping people, helping them understand mm-hmm. the motivations, the, the deep-rooted stresses, the desires that drive them Mm -hmm. and to speak and give power or take power from the best and worst of an individual yeah so 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I I commend you for that. There's uh, even before you were studying this, there are countless times that I I would I still do pick your mind on. Okay, help me understand some of the things mm-hmm. going on behind, or what are the other observations that you've made. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, just in that alone, to me, you're invaluable as in not just wife but partner in crime with this in having a second set of eyes that I trust explicitly, a second set of ears that I trust explicitly in what's <laughs> going on around us. Oh, <laughs> it, it, Another ministry moment just kind of passed through my mind. But do you remember when Ray was a wheel o' baby and uh, would get fussy mm-hmm. during some of the worship songs? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Are you talking about Sunday morning? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. And that confused one of the sweet old ladies of the church. Oof. Oh, it did more than confuse, but yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Who wanted to know why our six-month-old did not like the worship music. Oh, no, no, no. Did not like church. Well, <laughs> he only cried during the worship music, and that's because the organ was slowly dying. <laughs> and there were a couple notes that were just... Even the organist knew... To try and avoid them if yes. if they could. Yeah. But I, no, Ray would cry a lot in church because he was a newborn. He Not a newborn, but he was a young baby. And so this little old lady was very concerned about the spiritual health of our, like, three-month-old at the time <laughs> and came up to me one Sunday morning and said, I am so sorry, but I'm so concerned that why does your son not like church and it took me a moment i was like he's a i wanted to say he's a baby (laughs) but i recovered and i politely explained that you know some of the notes that are sung in church or some of the noise that happens can startle a little one not that he doesn't like jesus but (laughs) just that you know, there's a lot going on and to take in for a three-month-old. But again, and this is where I look and go, thank goodness I married you because <laughs> um, you are able to be gracious when I would have this dumbstruck look on my face <laughs> of going, what? what? What the? Okay. Can I just say, I know there's a lot of controversy controversy behind masks but that is one thing that i truly love about them no one can see your facial expression anymore you can stand there and be like what in the world are you talking about and they have no idea they just think that you're really involved in the conversation and it's uh-huh yep absolutely i i I caught myself doing that this week where i was out i don't remember where i was or what it was but there was a situation where i was out and i observed something that was a little on the ridiculous side, and I know that I had a dumbstruck kind of <laughs> what's wrong with you face. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, thank goodness for my mask, because yeah, yeah, that's going to be interesting when we mm-hmm. get into whatever our new normal is and don't have to wear masks anymore. Yeah, I don't know how I'm <laughs> going to survive the day because I'm pretty sure I give off a lot of really weird random facial expressions throughout the day because no one can see what I'm doing with my face. And so when that mask comes off in like a, who knows how long from now, 
it'll be it'll be an interesting thing well, <laughs> that is for sure <laughs> i mean there is that big vaccine push yes. so i mean you know come summer we might be back to mm-hmm. something of a new normal i yeah. i don't know i'm yeah. curious about that i mm-hmm. for me there's definitely a part of me that feels like the mask is now a part of <laughs> what I would do normally in life moving forward. Like anytime I have a cough, I'm just going to be like, mask up, man. Well, not even when I have a cough, but it's going to be, it, it's become such a, a routine that there is a part of me that feels like naked <laughs> if I'm outside of the house without a mask, just mm-hmm. getting the mail. And it's, no, I'm, I'm... 100 yards away from all the neighbors. I'm okay. But... No, I don't feel like that. But I will say I went to work one day without realizing I didn't have my mask on until I got into the faculty room and I put my lunch away. <laughs> and somebody walks in and she's talking to me. And all of a sudden she has this really weird look on her face. And I'm like, why is she staring at me like this? And all of a sudden I was like, wait, something feels weird. And I touched my face and I'm like, oh, I'm naked. Not really, but like my face was naked. <laughs> And I quickly, like, covered my face up. I was like, it's okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, there's only been yeah, one truly, like, public, public situation in the past year where I did not have my mask on in public. And it felt weird. <laughs> it really felt weird. And then just, like, a week or so ago, mm-hmm. I returned to, to that same mm-hmm. situation and this time I, I kept my mask on, but everybody else had theirs off. And they're they're eyeing me up like I'm the pariah now. And I'm like, hi. It's all good. Good to see you. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be an interesting so new social norm Forward, yeah. to navigate with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, especially for you, because, I mean, you live at the house, you work at the house. Yeah, don't Except for, me. like, Sunday mornings, <laughs> you are at the house. So, I mean, for me, it's a little bit different, because I'm in the public Monday through Friday, and then I'm at church on Sunday. So... See, you're saying this, and you're just ugh. reminding me that I have to finish folding the laundry when we're done here. <laughs> so talk longer. Give me a big, bigger break. Please, please. No. Yeah, I make sure that he does all the house chores. Uh, yeah i mean it it will be it will be an adjustment because you you have been the Mm -hmm. schools have been open Mm -hmm. and you've been in school um our kids have been in school Mm -hmm. and you know it has been great because the efficiency of my work has kind of (laughs) gone up i can get things typed out faster but the social part of my work is is very different that is that's an area of navigation in life that i'm still wrestling with mm-hmm. i don't know what it's going to be post this or, or what that new normal will look like but that's that's a change that i'm starting to to look at and question and wrestle with uh, and, and again i mean looking at, at how they're trying to ramp up the vaccines mm-hmm. and get everybody taken care of by may 1 mm-hmm. that's <laughs> that's gonna be interesting mm-hmm Absolutely. So we'll we'll see how that goes. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I I guess that is something else unique as well. I mean, we going into actually, you and I are recording this just before the one year anniversary of going into lockdown. And when they locked our state down, mm-hmm. I mean they they locked it all down. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> when 
I remember this when uh, when the governor announced that they were going to start closing different oh, businesses. Word. We still didn't have a uh, clothes washing machine at the time. <laughs> we were our old one had just totally died on us. Not repairable died, and uh, so I was going to the laundromat every Friday. And if you remember, it was mm-hmm. a Thursday night. We were cooking, getting dinner ready, and that announcement came out. Mm-hmm. And it looked like they were going to be closing the laundromats. Yeah. <laughs> At which I'm going, oh, crap. Yeah, we ran to quickly buy something. We're like, anything, we'll take whatever you got. <laughs> we spent, what was it? We spent two months until everything started opening up again. And when we could find yeah. a washing machine <laughs> doing our clothes mm-hmm. in a camper washing yes. machine mm-hmm. in the bathtub yeah we're like honestly we don't care whatever you have we don't need we're like the only family who does not need the toilet paper we're good on sanitizer but we need a washing machine yeah they're on a toilet i saw the writing on the wall with that one i bought bidets oh my word and you thought i was insane for that but a year later we have the cleanest butts wow <laughs> Hey, we made it through the toilet paper shortage. That's all I can say. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But no, I mean, this year has been an adventure. And I think I said this early on where, I mean, I am thankful for the relationship Mm -hmm. you and I have because, uh, yeah, this this could have been. (laughs) I would have gone crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I've lost a lot of my mind already. Uh, I would have further, furthered that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it has it's provided its own new, unique challenges. Mm-hmm. I mean, those first three months, we were all stepping on top of each other, didn't know what to do, were <laughs> climbing the walls. And Why are you still here? <laughs> didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we, we've made all of this year work in every weird little bump and oddity mm-hmm. we've had oh, yeah. I, I mean that's that's even been what we've tried to do with the life and ministry that we have together is as we hit those bumps and oddities mm-hmm. just kind of roll with it oh yeah uh yeah so i i guess that's kind of a fair question mm-hmm. um because the podcasters hear me in one way and and i do i do present myself in a very particular way with mm-hmm. the podcast um would you say i'm relaxed high strung normally i mean what would be a, a descriptor that you would use hmm. and and you can be brutally honest <laughs> you know how like you always say when i ask you how how these jeans make me look or how this dress looks? does my personality make me look fat <laughs> and you're like it's a trap I feel like this is a trap you, right You gotta now. do the Admiral Akbar voice, voice oh, with that. It's a trap! Yeah, that. There we go. It's a trap. Definitely yeah. trap. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not a trap. That's what they all say. Okay. Well, fine. <laughs> That's a nice way of saying, I'm entirely high-strung and off the walls. <laughs> She's not denying it. I love you, too. <laughs> I'm not that high-strung, am I? No, no. You're okay. not. You're making me question myself now. Am I high strung? <laughs> I can be intense, but I didn't think I was high strung. Now for the next two days, that's what you're going to be thinking in the back of your mind. Whenever you're silent, you're going to be like, am I really? 
what am I? Who am I? I'm not that into <laughs> questioning myself right now. I'm rather sane, I think. Or See, at least I'm... me, myself, and I think I am. After being 10 people this week at school, I'm definitely <laughs> not sane. I don't know who I am. Yeah, you've had a busy week at school. <laughs> yeah. Just, again, transitions and mm-hmm. life and COVID. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been weird. Yeah. But, okay. See? This episode has gone fairly well. Mm-hmm. We've had some fun. We've laughed. Mm-hmm. We've been able to talk through life and didn't have to be intense. Mm-hmm. You did good. Phew. Thank Gold you. star. <laughs> Thank you for being the first true official guest on the main... I don't know what to call this. The the main... It's all the same channel. Main episodes. There it is. Not Woo. bonus episodes. Main episodes. The first official guest. We have more guests coming. We do, which is going to be really neat. Uh, we, we've got one person who uh, <clears throat> I, I might have thrown a gauntlet down in that special episode uh, calling out worship leaders, and someone <laughs> has picked it up and said, I'm uniquely challenged in my perspective on worship <laughs> because I don't have a musical bone in my body. Okay, maybe I'm adding a little bit to what he said, but has picked up that gauntlet and uh we're gonna have him on to talk about worship in the near future and uh, a couple other things i'm trying to work on with that as well so there are some really cool things coming down the road with the 42 podcast in addition to that not not this episode you're listening to but the next one Lindsay will be back with us and that is the book episode that we've been talking about and promising since i guess january ish of we would read a book which is nightmares and dreamscapes by stephen king which i have read now (laughs) hey i enjoyed it and i have been enjoying king a lot more actually but uh we'll be talking about the short stories out of that book and uh, i'll introduce a book that we're going to read that is not by stephen king yeah we, we got some neat discussions coming up though so that's that's definitely the next one and we'll talk a little bit more about what's coming down the road in that episode as well so yeah. Are you still my wife? I think so. You think so? Well, yeah. <laughs> yes or no. And if not, give me the ring back. Yes, definitely. I love you too. <laughs> I love you too. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. See ya. Have a good week. <laughs>